Hey everyone, this is episode 18 of the Movo Show and it's time to throw away your training manuals. It's time to get training content and onboarding processes into SharePoint, into Microsoft 365. This week, Alex and I are gonna talk about the benefits, how easy it is to get started, and we'll look ahead to Microsoft's Project Cortex, using AI to help you build those knowledge centers. This is the Movo Show, thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the MoO Show. As always, I'm joined by my colleague Alex Henry, and my name is Ryan Bialik, and we're Hello. here again. How are you doing, doing, Alex? I'm doing quite well. Yeah. Happy Friday. Yes, yes. I, I like recording on Fridays now. It's a nice sort of way to cap off the week and, and kind of keep customer questions and scenarios fresh in the mind and good mm-hmm. way to good way to kind of wind down. Yeah, this we've changed a few things on our schedule for mm-hmm. um, just to accommodate the different the new webinars that we're doing um, and the fact that we're going to start slowly moving into the new office soon. So this is I like this. I can't yeah. wait till actually in the new office, but uh, for now, yeah, I'm okay. With, I like this. So yeah. yeah, this is this is week twelve or week thirteen of week a thousand week a thousand Blues Day, as I've been saying. <laughs> So speaking of webinars, uh, this this past few days we did a webinar on um, reimagining the onboarding experience, sort of getting new hires or uh, sort of realigning your training procedures to utilize some more of the technologies in the cloud. So why don't you let us know sort of your inspiration behind that webinar? Because I I've, I've got some things I want to add to that. I've got some new stuff coming from Microsoft that I want to kind of add to that. So let's start there with with the webinar session that we did. Yeah, so if you didn't get to check out the webinar, I basically did a run through on how to use Microsoft Teams and how to use SharePoint to streamline your onboarding process. So a lot of businesses are starting to hire more staff, ramp up their businesses a little bit coming out of the lockdown. So we thought, okay, this is a good time to talk about how you can streamline it a little bit so get all your information into one place for your staff not only the new staff you're hiring but also the veterans that stuck around through all this time and mm-hmm. uh, for the last few months so this is a great way to just bring in all that knowledge that we've accumulated over the years and put it into one place that you can access from any device mm-hmm. put it into the cloud through teams through sharepoint onedrive and then let your staff access it from whatever device they're on, whatever location they're working from. Um, so the idea here is that, uh, yeah, so we talked about Teams um, and how you can just bring in some staff, how you can just use a channel to bring in all this information into one place. Give it a place that's open to your entire team to ask questions, whether you're a new hire or a veteran that, again, that's been there for forever, um, being able to convert to being able to talk about uh, your procedures, policies, ask questions mm-hmm. and reference them uh, when you need them. Because the only thing worse than not having training procedures in place and not having those procedures documented for when your staff need them, but having people make them up as they go and then training your new hires and how to do the job a little a little worse than it was done before. So That's there's the always that. Way. Exactly. So if you don't have a system in place for your training, you can build them up a little, you can 
start them a little easier than you might have in the past mm -hmm. by you know taking those work files that you might have in a network drive, throw them in your SharePoint team site. Uh, taking those documents and fleshing them out with some mixed media and videos by putting them on SharePoint. Mm -hmm. And that whole idea again is to make sure that you can access that information, it's kept up to date, and it's, yeah. So you can access that information and it's up to date wherever you need it. Right. And, and let's come, let's kind of compare and contrast this to what I know a lot of organizations do now or have done in the past, um, you know, before really let's say digitizing their training materials or their onboarding processes they probably had a three ring binder from the from the office supply store uh, crammed with the policies crammed with the procedures um, you know emergency phone numbers maybe the manual for the forklift who's a key holder uh, where all the fire escapes are in the building and all all those kinds of things uh, maybe even mm -hmm. very role specific tasks okay when you're on this shift doing this job these are the 25 things you got to do in a day startup shutdown and, and safety stuff things like that but when you make a small change in a big paper-based process like that what do you do you got to get rid of all of those three ring binders and reprint them out and stuff yeah. them put them together collate them do what you got to do and then you have to take stock in in giving your employees some time to go and read through and find the changes and and i've i've been there i've been in that world with those silly three ring binders um, but what you showed in that webinar with with bringing all kinds of different training content it doesn't all have to be written documents it can be like you say videos it can be uh, videos that are private to your organization or maybe it's stuff that's available on on youtube from your forklift vendor things like that Go out and get that content. Go out and get that rich media and, and then sort of assemble it and collate it together in a knowledge center in, in SharePoint, if you will. So as an employee, think about how much more engaging that is to learn about your job with tools like that instead of getting you know sat down when you start your new job. Oh, okay, here's a three-ring binder. Fill your boots for the mm -hmm. next three or four hours and read through this. And then try to retain all of that and then try to understand what's changed in those documents over time. And then how do you ask questions? And then do you count on someone in HR, someone in management to document the question you asked and then further update those materials? So it's kind of, again, I'm on this huge tirade against paper-based processes. Anyone that's, that's been tuning into the MOHO show knows this. Um, these paper-based manuals and training policies and whatnot, uh, it's time for these things to go. Yeah, like, I've, you've hit me in a place where I'm just like, I hate the paper-based processes, I hate those old dusty binders because mm -hmm. they end up being a big waste of paper. They're right. hard to maintain because you need, you almost need an entire team to maintain them. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as your staff, as your organization grows, you need more people to maintain those procedures. You need to put more time into locking down those procedures and making sure that they're up to date. So what we're what we proposed on during that webinar is to basically say, hey, look, put it up on the web, put it up on SharePoint, mm -hmm. make it accessible, make it transparent, because you can actually keep track of how often that stuff is being updated. And if something is flagged as out of date or inaccurate, it's easy to just go in, click the edit button, update it, and then you have a track of who did it, when it was done, and yeah. what was changed at all times. So now you don't have to 
have someone go through all those binders, print out a bunch of stuff, maybe print out multiple copies for different departments, and then send them out to each person. Right. Put it up I, on the web. I love, Keep it simple. I love the... I love the transparency of that, and and we'll get to how simple it was in in the demo that you provided uh, during the webinar. It was very very easy for you to build that knowledge center. But let's first talk about two different types of employees. One, we may be hiring remote employees. Over the last couple of episodes of the Moho Show, certainly we've been we've been talking and exploring that theme of you may hire someone, you may go get some talent that's in the next city over, the next province over. Do you want to courier them a three ring binder full of your company policies? No, no. So if it's online, right again, they can get to it from anywhere. So we are enabling that, that level of remote work. Yeah, exactly. Do we want to courier around or even inside of our, our office or staff room, whatever it happens to be, do we want to sanitize this training manual every time someone has to go and reference it? Probably not. Right. And then let's think about first-line workers. Now, I know um, folks listening, you're probably saying, oh, Ryan's going to say we got to go and get, we got to go get a Microsoft 365 subscription for our first-line workers. And yes, I believe you do. I'll debate that uh, until I'm blue in the face. But think about the money that you're spending on three ring binders, printing and collating and putting those stupid things together anyways you can get a really inexpensive Microsoft 365 subscription for your first line workers. They can use their smartphones that they already have to access the, your company training materials. Yeah, and it can be really easy to just um, putting it up there makes it really easy for them to keep it current, share that information back to the staff. And again, mm -hmm. it's really about making those procedures accessible and transparent. So if something's out of date, again, your staff, frontline and management can keep track of that and get it yeah. updated when it needs to be updated. Yeah. So if your frontline staff, for example, has to grab binders from head office and bring them out to job sites so everyone kind of knows what the job is, what the, what the procedures are, mm -hmm. that's a lot of time and effort that could have been solved by just putting it up on SharePoint, maybe putting it up on putting up a Word document in SharePoint and then letting people access it from Teams, from the mm -hmm. Teams app. It's very easy to do. And, and that's the key thing, too, is if you're printing this stuff off, you've probably already put it together in Word or you have it in a PDF or you have a, a training PowerPoint um, slide presentation, something like that, or maybe you've mm -hmm. recorded an internal video. Again, if you've got all of those different pieces, don't reinvent the wheel, just reinvent how you're sort of collating and presenting it exactly. through SharePoint, for example. So in the demo, what you had walked through was the WYSIWYG editor in, in SharePoint, in the new SharePoint experience, um, where you can bring in all these different web parts. Again, they don't have to be first party Microsoft components. You can bring in external videos and external services. And that was really, really nice to see. And it was really nice to see how easy and quick it was for someone that's in HR or someone that's just been tasked with HR for for a small company, how easy it can be to do that compared to SharePoint of the past, you know, the not so distant past, it was pretty difficult. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. And I remember using SharePoint 2010, back in 2013, yeah. window on Internet Explorer, it was it was such a huge burden mm -hmm. to get anything up there. Mm -hmm. It was much more complicated, and the end product wasn't very friendly. It wasn't very mm -hmm. accessible because you still had to 
you likely had to be on-prem to access that information. It yep. wasn't set up for mobile because yep. that was SharePoint 2010. I think yep. we're all still carrying around our Nokia's and <laughs> Motorola Crazers at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it was a very different world. Right. And you need to take some time. You need to have someone that's willing and able to learn how to use SharePoint. Mm-hmm. And again, it's become a lot more user-friendly in the, um, since they've updated to that monitoring experience. So it doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot. And it's no harder than updating a WordPress site at this point. Maybe a little bit easier depending on what you're trying to do. But if it's just information, links, videos, mm-hmm. you can do that in a couple of hours, honestly. If you yeah. have all that information, all the content prepared, it's really just a matter of preparing the pages and publishing it. And then now once it's on SharePoint, mm-hmm. you can email it to stuff. You can send them links to it and they can just find it on their own by searching for it on the internet. It's right. so much nicer. I don't know. I could yammer on about. I could do another <laughs> webinar about how cool it is, but and and it's it's a good thing as far as uh, an information security thing. You don't have to worry about someone carrying out piles of paper, you know, home. Mm-hmm. Uh, their access is based on on their identity in Microsoft three sixty five. So if they leave, um, and, and and you turn off their subscription, they're not going to have access to your company's intellectual property you know, through that digital interface anymore. You know, I always hear these arguments. Well, it's like, well, what if someone saves a copy of it on their hard drive? Yeah, okay, that's great. Granted, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, someone mm-hmm. can do that. You can't fool, um, you can't basically lock down everything perfectly 100% of the time. If someone's going to have nefarious means to, mm-hmm. you know, steal company data, they will find a way to do it. They'll, they have their own motivation. Yeah, they'll yeah. they'll find a way. Yeah, like nothing's gonna stop them from screenshotting what's on their computer or making maybe taking a picture of it with their camera. That's right. not a technology problem. That's a people problem. That's right. Yeah. Good. Good call. I like that. So what um, what's really striking me as something that's interesting is what Microsoft has announced to kind of take this to the next level. And it's something that I've personally been keeping an eye on in uh, what Microsoft calls Project Cortex. And oh, yeah, we talked about it on the show before, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Basically, what they want to do is use AI to help businesses sort of assemble those connections between all of this stuff. So the thing with, with an organization, doesn't matter if it's small, few people, or, or really large organizations, is we have this tacit knowledge. We have... Um, tribal knowledge. People know things about their job and their role and the the little nuances about maybe the piece of equipment that they operate or some of the Mm -hmm. different clientele that that they deal with. And it's up here. And the key is to get that kind of um, unwritten knowledge or those unwritten rules to get it out of people's heads and get it into a system that benefits everybody across the organization and then benefits the organization if those people happen to move on to another role or retire, right? We've got that tribal knowledge. We've got to get it somewhere. So half of that equation, I think this is going to make you smile. Half of the equation is giving all of our workers, doesn't matter, you know, shop floor to the top floor, giving them a community uh, that's related to work where they can talk about work. So if it's Yammer, if it's Teams, uh, whatever it happens to be, give them a place to talk about work. Because again, mm-hmm. sometimes those unwritten nuances, those little bits of interaction, they're going to come out in those communities. Oh, did you did you deal with this? Oh yeah, if you jiggle the key a little bit, it, it gets better. 
that's probably not something that's going to get put in a training manual, but you know, over time, little secrets like that are going to come out and it benefits everybody in the org. It's um, and you're hitting a really key point about how frontline workers and just staff in general contribute to the greater knowledge hole because mm -hmm. when you have people just doing the work, mm -hmm. they know the nuances of that process, of that procedure, what works, what doesn't work, and what needs to be changed. Yeah. Not everything will make it to the top though, and if you don't if your management doesn't have a process to feed that information in from uh, the frontline workers up to the top where everyone can access that information, it's going to get lost and you're going to lose the, all that key stuff once that person has left the organization. So mm -hmm. being able to capture that while they're there by giving them a channel, like, like you said, a community in Yammer, a channel in Teams, or maybe just somewhere where that information is transparent, mm -hmm. not just an email address that goes to an unmanned inbox that someone in management might check once a year. Once it's out in the open and you can interact with it and I can, you know, I go into Yammer, I log in and I can see, oh, look, someone's talking about this piece mm -hmm. of equipment that I used to use. And I can chime in and say, hey, look, by the way, this is how you deal with this problem. Right. Maybe they didn't know that. And if they didn't right. know that, now, now they, they do, do. and now yeah. they can actually update the processes with it. I, right. I maybe I didn't write it down because it wasn't relevant at the time, or maybe we maybe I tried and there was something preventing that process mm -hmm. from being updated. But the idea of making that information accessible and transparent to everyone in the organization goes a long way. Right. But again, you have to trust your staff what to share that information. You have to enable them to move that information up by mm -hmm. giving them what they need. Yeah, and that and that what they need is is a voice or a, I I call it a a chair at the technology table. They they need to have the means to to get their voice heard. So uh, again, a community, uh, a, an inexpensive Microsoft three sixty five subscription, an interface to communicate, and then you have to show that that iterative process is gonna make changes in your organization. So when someone does say. Uh, yeah, I used to use this machine a few years ago when I was in your role, and I found if you bumped it just right on the left-hand side, it, it works a little bit better. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, once other workers see that happening, you're going to have good ideas come from all over the place. And then the iterative process, you have, again, you have to follow through. If there's improvements and there's, there's um, efficiencies to be gained and and different things that you can change you got to follow through on that as a business user but yeah. i think it all starts with giving uh, giving everybody a voice right yeah exactly so project or project cortex is going to be an interesting one just to see how that really works because it's going to take a lot of information not only from what you put into sharepoint but i believe open communication documents you put into sharepoint so it's going to collect a lot of this data and say, hey, here's a knowledge center on this mm -hmm. project that people keep talking about. Here's some information on this piece of equipment or service you keep talking about. Right. And I think the idea is that it, it creates a page, the knowledge center, where mm -hmm. it has all that information in one spot. You charge someone in your company to say, hey, look, can you make sure that what's in here is accurate? So mm -hmm. that, that way, when you know, we talk about project something in our company back and forth, that information mm -hmm. is collected into the knowledge center. Someone needs to make sure it's accurate. Someone mm -hmm. needs to make sure it's organized. So having that a subject matter, um, having a subject matter expert on this goes a long way. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe having just a couple of them. It's like having a Wikipedia page, you know, Almost, you have yeah. to have moderators on there, right? Yeah. 
but the AI is at least finding the stuff for you. It's finding the people that are related to a project or a client, um, even something like acronyms in, in tech. Don't even get me started. We live, uh, we live, eat and breathe and sleep acronyms in, in tech. But if your organization has acronyms, Project Cortex will show you a card with what that acronym means and other documents, other SharePoint sites, other teams and other people that are commonly referring to those acronyms so you can go make the right connection and go get the right information. Yeah. So again, I think this one will be really cool to see how it works. And if it, I'm, I'm reserving judgment until I can see it in action and see, is this something, is this going to be easy for a company to adopt? If they're coming right. from nothing, right. when you come from nothing, it's a lot harder to just pick a place to start and figure out how to build it up because you got to find the resources to do it. You have to find mm -hmm. the time to do it. So there's a lot of planning that needs to go involved that costs money. But when that information starts accumulating and you've got that process kind of in place, it's really just a, it's a maintenance job at that point. And I think yeah. that's what really goes further. So it's really, I hope this helps people and organizations just get something kicked off when you have yeah. nothing in place to begin with and some loose documents scattered all over the place. This will be a big contributor to it mm -hmm. if it works the way I think it will. So fingers sure. crossed, yep. uh, you know, yep. time will tell. When is Cortex scheduled to come out? Um, you know, it's getting warmer and warmer. I'm, I'm, uh, I've joined a community. I get emails every once in a while from from Microsoft and just the stuff that they're working. I now I cannot remember the exact timing it's coming out. I'm I was really bummed to learn not a couple of weeks ago that they're not going to keep the name Project Cortex. I thought that was a really cool product name. Uh, you think about a core, a Cortex, you, it mm -hmm. kind of is a cool name. It's kind of relevant, but uh, we'll see in in the coming. I'm, I'm assuming it's in the coming months. Uh, we also don't know what it's going to cost, if it's going to be uh, a bolt-on to oh, project. Yeah. Is it going to be an add-on for SharePoint? Is it going to be something that's included in maybe the enterprise plans in Microsoft 365? So it's, um, it's a little bit of wait and see. But A lot of questions the, still then. Yeah, yeah. But the demos I've seen so far, I'm, I'm really excited because, again, it takes, it takes the germ of the idea you have with putting all of your your knowledge in a center in a place it doesn't matter what kind of content that is um, project cortex takes that the next step further and says okay ai is going to do that for you you can come in and, and kind of polish it and clean it up and curate it a little bit but at least some of the heavy lifting is done ahead of time and then we will also draw relationships the ai will also draw relationships between different projects and different thoughts and different um, knowledge centers as well so that's kind of interesting yes yeah. so where the, if you're where the sir, go ahead where the payoff could be there is we have two or three projects in in an organization and one project was a slam dunk they knocked it out of the park one was uh, you know something that didn't quite pan out by using something like project cortex and having all of those things organized and showing the relationships of people and documents and processes, maybe we can do a, a post-mortem on those projects and say, all right, this is the process that was used for that successful project. This is the process that was used for that less than successful project. You know, is there a pattern here that we can replicate? Can we duplicate our success? And we capture that lightning in a bottle as, as they say. So I think that's, a potential payoff again of having everything in one place for a yeah. project. Yeah. So 
if you're a small organization or a large organization and you don't have this, you don't have a training program in place or a knowledge center in place to capture all your procedures, policies, steps, all that information, the first thing I will recommend doing is getting your information onto SharePoint. Mm-hmm. Just as a place to start. If it's right. documents on your um, on your personal server or your, your network drives, uh, get it into SharePoint because once you have it there and it's kind of in a place where people can access it, mm-hmm. that will go a lot far. That will just get you a lot farther ahead and once Cortex rolls out and then assuming it's available to most uh, and Microsoft 365 subscriptions, then, you know, it'll start building up from there. Again, mm-hmm. a lot of theory and assumptions in this, but again, if you just get into SharePoint, you've already taken a leap and bound by making that information accessible to everyone mm-hmm. through putting it in the cloud, right? From your phones, web, tablets, doesn't matter. It's accessible. And that means a lot to employees that might not have that information to begin with when they're on the road. So. Right. And my tip related to that is is think about scalability. And again, you may be part of a small team or a small organization, but plan it out as if you grew overnight to 100 employees. What processes then are scalable? Does everybody need the same intro message from the company president? Could we do that in a video? Does everybody need to get the same cut and dry safety information? Can we do that in a PowerPoint and record a voiceover and turn that into a video so that someone doesn't need to take the hour out of their day to give the same cut and dry thing? And uh, to be honest, are they putting their whole heart and soul into it on the 85th time that they've had to do it over the past five years? Maybe not. Mm -hmm. Uh, So do a good job, produce a nice video asset, produce a nice PDF, do up a good Word document, go out and on the wide web and and find something on youtube that's relevant as well and bring that into your sharepoint site yeah that's all it it all helps i think Mm -hmm. all right thanks everybody for tuning in hopefully we gave you some inspiration on sharepoint uh, knowledge as a knowledge center for onboarding for company training alex will add some links down below in the show notes if you'd like some more information as always you know where to find us alex where should we find you you can find me on Twitter at justsimsas16. Again, we'll have all that contact information in the show notes. All right. Until next week, folks, stay modern. Thank you so much for watching. Take care, everyone. Thanks for watching. <laughs>